what's up? Welcome to the Lunacy Commission. I'm Heather. And I'm Dylan. How's it going, Dylan? It's going great. Episode one. What up, G? And I got a lot to say. You do? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> We're finally in a safe space. Well, the world's a fucking dumpster fire, so if you don't have something to say, I don't know about you. And by safe space, this is our safe space to say whatever the hell we want to. Okay. Right. So the Lunacy Commission is going to offer some common sense approach to political and social commentary on subjects like news, politics, and just daily observations. Of course, we do bring a bit of a comedy spin, Dylan. Uh, yes. Well, I guess that's debatable. <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, all the crazy things we see going on in our world and society. Uh, I mean, I just feel like we have to talk about it. And a lot of times you're not allowed to talk about it. So here we are. But my kids are well behaved. Why do you child haters want to ruin everything? You were a kid once. How would you feel if you couldn't go somewhere do something? <laughs> uh, is this things people say against adult spaces, Heather? Yeah, people who want child-free spaces are hammered by breeders who think we're evil if we expect kids to act with manners. It takes a village to raise a child, but then they get mad when the village steps in. Exactly. And I'll also point out the village doesn't get to claim your child on their taxes. So let's con let's calm down with that. Right. So episode one, we are discussing on the Lunacy Commission podcast, child-free spaces. Adult-only spaces. Yeah. This is a this is a um this is something very near and dear to mine and Heather's heart because we see it um, in the modern day. It's like we we lose adult spaces left and right left and right. There's just I don't know. The children are encroaching in my space. Yeah, but it's not only children. It's uh, these, uh, gosh, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if it's free-range parenting. These fucking hippy-dippy, free-range, lefty, feel-good parents. Okay, look. They're ruining every fucking thing. I, okay, some people's going to call it free-range parenting. I call it asshole parents who take their kids somewhere and ignore them. Yeah. And they run amok. It's negligent and, parents. And they screw up everybody else's time. They're all in your face. They're running and shit. You're having to watch out for these kids. Run, you know, and, and I just think it's totally inappropriate. My question is, why are you offended at the proposal of a child-free space? <clears throat> if you're an adult and you have children and there are spaces that are off limits to your kids, why does that make you so fucking mad? Exactly. You That's know. the part I don't understand. We have kids. We're parents. We're, we don't hate children. But there are times that I would like to go out and get a moment away from the children. They don't allow sex offenders to come around schools or churches. And that's for a reason. So your kids can have a sex offender-free experience. I want to have a kid-free experience when I taste my caramel freaking wit l or some shit at the brewery okay i'm trying to d discern the notes in this beer because apparently there's 12 of them according to the menu and i can't even concentrate on that because you're more on you're out of control kids like uh, climbing the lights and swinging from the trees and shit okay the last time we went to the brewery dylan it was like I was reliving a movie experience. If anyone out there has ever seen Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, Paul Newman, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor calls her 
I guess they're her nieces and nephews by marriage. No neck monsters. No neck monsters. Little no neck monsters, and okay. that's what they fucking are. They're these little chunky kids with little round heads, no necks, sitting on their little fucking dumb shoulders, little dumb big head kids, and they are making noise and they are out of control. And like one of the little girls is dipping her hand down in the damn ice cream, eating it. No, oh God. right? And uh, Elizabeth Taylor's beside herself with these kids. And she calls them little no-neck monsters. And that is what I feel like you get every time you go out in public. You get a bunch of fucking little no-neck monster kids. Not a lick of damn parenting. They just run wild. They're tearing up shit. They're loud as fuck. They'll knock into you. They'll knock your shit over. Bump your beer. It'll go flying across the damn brewery. And nobody says a damn thing. But people stare at you like... What's wrong with you? Because you can't maintain positive control of your beer on the table. Not because a six-year-old Tasmanian devil just yeah. zipped in like a whirlwind and somehow your beer was flung across the room by this child that doesn't even belong to you. Yeah, and you're like, where are your parents? And he turns around, he's like, Meow. That's like, what oh they sound God. like. Exactly. So here's the thing. Full disclosure for me and Heather. We both have kids. We have five of them between us. Ranging in ages from 22 down to uh, 16. So we've been there, done that for many years. The kid thing. It's not like we don't have any kids or just hate kids, period. It's not true at all. But guess what? When I had my kids were smaller, for kids. certain things I didn't get to do. You know, when my buds caught up, all of a sudden everybody's getting together to go do some adult stuff. If I couldn't find proper childcare, which was usually, I didn't have much help, I didn't get to go. And I, you know what? I understood why. My, my, my friends weren't like, well, well you got to let Dylan and his three kids come. You know, that's not going to improve the evening for, uh, you know, people that want to have an adult-only experience. And so it's not the kids. It's the shitty parenting, really, is I think is at the heart of this. That's exactly what's at the heart of because it. Because if your kid is in around me somewhere, and it's also this push of these breweries, uh, they all, I, I've never, I, I don't understand how, breweries were um okay it's alcohol right that's the heart of your business it's a bar it's a bar i mean you can have a damn fish sandwich and try to act like it's a restaurant but it's a bar it's a bar the I intention mean, is to drink beer you, that is brewed at your bar you literally have all the equipment to make alcohol okay and then you got an air fryer back there making the fish sandwich so i think it's a bar all right you come here to drink and you don't typically see extra drunk people at breweries because there is a bit of a different attitude than your local dive bar, you know, 12 at night. But you still, it's it's people getting together to have, drink their $9 beers. Socially drink. And have two or three and get a bit of a buzz and, you know, discuss and with And then scoop up their little mongrel kid and drive their ass home even though they got a fucking buzz on. And nobody's, oh, I mean, we just forget that part of the conversation, right? We're against drunk driving. We hammered into your heads, don't drink and drive, but then these fucking people don't mind to load their kids up in the car and drive home with them after they've been at the brewery for three hours. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that have the one person who doesn't drink or designated driver super responsible, but I'm sorry. I feel like more people did have the one or two beers, and that, you know what? They're legally over the limit, and they're buzz driving's drunk driving. Isn't that what's been and hammered that's into what your they head? they say. And you have uh, one or two of these very strong beers, typically very high alcohol content for beers, in the upwards 7, Six, 8, 9%. Seven, eight, yeah. And so even one or two of those, you, you, you feel those. And you shouldn't be promoting this is the place you bring your kids, where predominantly is a place that you drink. Look. 
I'm the kind of person that there are certain things that I just don't like to deal with. Loud, like extremely loud noises, absolute chaos. Okay. Right? Yes. What Stressful else? environment. Stupid looking kids with dumb faces. And that's what kids bring to the picture. That's they're what loud. Kids. They create a chaotic, stressful environment when they're running around unattended. It's like all the things that make me a nervous wreck and you're putting it in a public place and expecting me to go pay money to patronize this facility. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, there's going to be kids every fucking where climbing, jumping, running, spitting, kicking. Oh, my God. They're chasing skating? dogs. Being told to go outside by the staff because they're raising hell in the bar and their parents are out back in the outside space and have no idea where their kids are. So what's to stop some weirdo from snatching that kid up near the, you know, 100 feet away from you near the front door and going out the front door with him? Nothing. And you're out there fucking ki- chilling with your, you ain't checked on your kids in 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I know for a fact because I'm sitting here watching you. And being pissed because your kids are ruining my good time. Well, children shouldn't rule the roost at home and especially in public places like a fucking restaurant. If I'm paying any more than like 15 bucks for a meal, right, which is going to be something maybe a little nicer, a little more elevated than a fucking hamburger or a club sandwich, then I expect to have a peaceful calm dining experience if i'm paying 35 or 40 bucks for an entree and i'm in a nicer restaurant something farm to table whatever i'm not trying to watch shrek with you all night because this is what parents do they go into these restaurants and some they, parents some parents well <laughs> a lot of parents. parents they bring their kids in they give them a device a tablet a phone and turn a movie on And then the kid sits at the table watching this fucking movie, rarely with headphones, okay? And so then you're there, you're at your own table, you're trying to eat, get your wine on, dine, whatever, maybe go home 69. Yeah, maybe you want to get some. And you're listening to Shrek the whole fucking night. You have to listen to Donkey argue with Shrek. Yeah. Which is, I must admit. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Yeah, I must admit, that's, I mean, if I had to pick some audio, Shrek audio would be above a lot of other ones. But here's the thing. We've been in restaurants. I don't want to hear any of that. We went in, I remember distinctly, an evening out, our favorite Mexican spot. Love this place. We drive 30, 20, 30 minutes to get to the spot. We love it. The whole fucking time, a table full of kids on their tablets, playing games, watching movies, loud as fuck. Not listening to their parents. The parents are trying their best to ignore them, but they can't because their kids are raising so much hell. It's just um, there's plenty of places that are kid-friendly, and I just uh, – the bottom line is I don't think every other place needs to be that. I think as a society, we deserve adult-free spaces. And guess what? Other parents appreciate adult-free spaces too because guess what? It's, we it, all trying to get away from our fucking This kids, could be bro. my first time in two weeks I got away from my little burrhead mongrels at home, and I'm out to have a couple of drinks with my friends and my, and my wife and enjoy their company. And here's yours come swinging from the fucking trees. Well, I think we got to discuss why people don't discipline their children anymore. I think some of it is just pure laziness. A lot of parents don't want to take the time to manage behavior. For example, those parents at the brewery who want to focus on socializing and not focus on their children. They've got that friend over parent scenario where they want to be the friend. They don't want to be the authoritarian. They don't want to discipline. Right. I'm letting them figure it out for themselves is what they say. There's this warped idea that any kind of punishment you dole out is abusive. I mean, it's okay to punish children and use moments to teach them. Uh, That is what parenting is. 
it's okay to saw, show them uh, stark examples of cause and effect. You did this, and now this is your consequences. You don't mean you got to punch the kid in the damn face. <laughs> but they, uh, it doesn't mean you can't pop them on the ass either and say, you drew that line in the sand. I told you if you crossed it, this was a consequence, and now you got your little ass popped. That's I don't think. That's child abuse, personally. Well, there's a lot of people out there who don't. Well, and, and see kids. how the kids act. <laughs> Look how the kids act. They fighting teachers. They trying to beat people up. They run around, talk crazy to adults. Could you imagine cussing some adult and said, you know, just happened to say something to you in public and your instant, instant response is to cuss them out and dare them to do something like as far as getting physical or fighting or something like that. Could you imagine talking to an adult like that when you're 11 to 13 well, years no, old? No, as a young person, I had a very healthy respect for authority. I knew that if I spoke out of turn to an adult, whether it was a teacher or principal, a, someone in a store, like an employee at a store telling me to stop running, calm down, right. whatever, I listened to them and, and took those words and did what I was told because I had a very healthy respect, again, for authority. And I knew that if my parents found out I was disrespectful to an adult or that I didn't listen to an authority figure... I would get into so much trouble at home. I mean, my parents were very into manners, respect. Yes. When you go into public places, you're going to act like you have some sense. If you're, you're in a restaurant, to... we're here to eat, so we're sitting down. We're going to have a calm, reasonable conversation. We're using inside voices. You will say please and thank you. You will treat the white staff with respect. If you have to go to the bathroom, you're going to walk there. You're not going to run. This if you bump into someone, you're going to say, excuse me. I mean, these were the things that we were taught as children. And now it is rare if you have adults who display those kind of manners, much less their children. Uh, yes. And, and see, that's the, that's the bottom line issue right there. Now, that doesn't mean as a kid I would listen to anything any adult said. But if I was acting a fool or running around or horse playing with my friends and some, you know, guy at the grocery store works there was like, hey, you kids need to cut that out. I would, well, of course, I wouldn't have been doing it in the first place. But, you know, I, I, you would pay attention to that. And for the very reason that you knew if that got back to your mom or dad, you would receive consequences for that. Well, correct? there's a, I was always taught there's a time and place for everything. And yes. a funeral is not a place for you to jump around and run and be loud and obnoxious. So you And speaking of funerals, Dylan, I have an amazing funeral story I can share with you about the most insane behavior I've ever fucking witnessed at a funeral involving some kids. So would you like me to tell you the story? Because it blows my mind. And when I tell people, I don't think they fully understand the gravity of the situation. Well, lay it on us. Okay. So I worked in the funeral business and we had an at-home burial. So a green burial? A lot of people want to be buried on their own property, family property, whatever. We oblige. And yes, it was a green burial, meaning it was a natural um, burial. We were not using any chemicals. This no person embalming. was not embalmed. They wanted to be very natural and they wanted to be buried at home. So cool. We're going to do this funeral. The actual funeral service was plagued by children running amok in the chapel, just round and round and round in circles, not a single adult telling them, don't do that, calm down, behave. So by the time we get out to this family property where this gentleman's going to be buried, 
they have already got a whole dog. You know, they have a piece of heavy equipment. It's right by the house. Okay. Right? It, it's it's different, Dylan. So we get out there. It's kind of way out in the woods, rural. You know, we live in the mountains. This whole, we, you know, we're getting the casket. We're lowering it. And then the family was going to cover it with the dirt. Oh, you know, they're it's gonna, very poetic. They're going to throw some dirt on. Ah, they're going to throw the handfuls of dirt. Exactly. Yes. And then at the kind of end, we had some relatives with shovels that filled in the hole, right? This was the whole process. And we had folks standing up and kind of speaking their feelings, their memories during this time. I mean, it was that part was quite lovely. The part that was not lovely are these fucking kids. Dylan. What were they, they doing? They are running around this hole that's, you know, the grave. four feet into the ground. Okay. They climb down in the hole. No way. It is a <clears throat> uh, a pine box. The green burials, we had a fellow who made those caskets specifically for green burials. To it's disintegrate. It's a pine box so that it is easily biodegradable, absolutely collapsible. Okay. Kids down in the hole jumping on this man's pine box and his body is in there and he's not been embalmed and i'm thinking any minute a tiny foot is going to fall into this casket and crush this man's and mush into this guy sludgy yeah decomposing face see uh, i think when you tell people this story they don't believe that that is actually what was happening because that just seems like way too there much there were four or five kids climbing in they're and in out and the out hole. of the hole Jumping See, on the hole. Grandma is sitting there like watching her husband be buried and has these four or five grandkids jumping on top of his body geez. and running around and screaming just, okay. and throwing the dirt in, no. climbing in and out of the hole. Uh-uh. Having and because they're like little kids, they need help, they need assistance to get up. So like adults are having to go lift them up. They out drag of them the back hole, out of the hole, but then they then jump they back, jump right down back in, the hole. in it. This went on for a good 30 minutes. And not a single adult person at this funeral told these kids to stop. There was this one little boy, and he was chasing around a rooster. And I looked over (laughs) at my boss, and my boss kind of giggled and goes, well, that's not going to work out. And I was like, good, fuck that kid. And my boss thought that was hilarious. And he was also concerned about the box, right? Because they are very uh, flimsy boxes. Well, he's looking at me, and we're just like, this box is not going to withhold um, oh, this kind of abuse Like you cannot stand and jump on a box Oh my god When you've got these two probably 40-50 pound little kids Jumping on this box And you got three three of them in there That's 150 pounds That's not okay So that's a fat little These three little fat no-neck kids Jumping up and down on this box This man's box His his coffin he's I mean, dead. right? His grandpa and he's dead in the box I just don't understand how the family could sit around and not just the parents and everyone else connected to, to this event and not be mortified at the disrespect that, that that I feel like this shows to everyone there, all the loved ones left behind, and especially to the poor man in the damn ground. Well, to have a whole family that just is uh, so seemingly it, okay with his behavior it just, is mind-blowing. Am I judging these people? Yes, I fucking am. And if you're a parent and you allow this kind of bullshit, I'm judging you. And I'm sorry if you hear <laughs> this or freak out, lose your fucking shit. Then you're the problem. Every single time you hear this discussion or someone say something about adult space, adult-only spaces, you are the problem and you are the asshole parent who's ruining everybody's good time at these places. And you are the very reason that we insist on adult-only spaces. You know what else I don't like about 
parents in, in these public spaces is like their kid will, let's say, for example, just jog by your table, God, right? Those and bastards. then they bump into your chair and cause mm. you to spill your beer. Mm-mm. Well, parents allow too much leeway because they see or perceive something as an accident. So that prevents kids from accepting responsibility for their behavior. It wasn't an accident. So instead of saying, you shouldn't be running, look what you did. It's like, well, you know, they didn't really mean to do it. You really shouldn't do that. And they dance around it. Well, the thing is, a cop isn't going to excuse your kid's accidental behavior one day. See, that's a great point, Heather. What you're actually doing is you're planting the seeds for antisocial behavior. You're telling your kids they don't have to respect uh, rules. They don't have to be respect other, other people's people, spaces. Other people's property. Other people's property. Space. So what you end up is with this mid-teen who's totally out of fucking control, cussing mom and dad, wanting punching holes in the wall, and won't listen to his fucking teachers, trying to fight them when they try to get them to do anything that is to go along with the group or, you know, quit, you know, bothering everyone else. And, and then it ends up into a cr- adult criminal. That's what happens. Or a piece of shit who's been enabled all their lives and is never going is going nowhere fast. So you're doing these kids no favors with this. I don't know what this, and I'm far from what's far from the perfect parent, but I just don't know what these people who think they don't have to teach their kids basic manners, basic rules. Because if that same group of kids was there, they was over there with their parents, you know, entertaining their own space. And, and you know, here's the thing: is the kids don't want to be there. The kids don't want to no, be there. No, you're dragging kids to places they don't want to be. Do you think and, and kids want to go there. in some some restaurant that if it if it's a restaurant that has real napkins and not paper fucking napkins, kids don't want to be there. No, it's not for them. It's not for them. The brewery's not for them. These kids are fucking. That's why they're running around acting a fool. Because they're bored as hell. They're bored to death. We a uh, great case in point. We went to a, a show the other night, some music, um, and it was ended up being a late, rather late show because the band got they all got there early or late rather. And uh, there were three bands. So, you know, by the time we get into the third band, um, it's... Nearing midnight. Nearing midnight. Now, there's it was an all-ages show, which whatever. Cool on that. But... Um, it was not cool, Dylan. <laughs> no, it's not I'm cool. I'm not trying to go see hardcore punk music with, with children. Kids. I don't... It was hardcore punk. And, and, like, as soon as it starts up, people start slamming around and doing the whole punk scene thing and here's the fucking kids there's these people that had all these kids man they must have i was like where do they keep getting these they extra like kids, four kids they had like five like i swear it was like 37 kids and <laughs> it was a really tall one down to a baby anyway it was a bunch of kids and they have the kids right up front and it's getting later these kids you can just see these kids at first they seem like huh oh, they're trying to make the best of it then they're getting tired bro they're ready to go home they don't want to do this anymore but i for whatever reason that these parents think that you know they want these kids to do what they they enjoy doing, and they don't have any other option. And those kids look so fucking sad and dejected after a while. By the time the third act came on, it made me sad. But that's how sad these kids were, and they could not get anywhere with these parents who just wanted to see the music. I don't know. Well, I think a lot of parents feel guilty about disciplining their children. And if that's the case, if you feel guilty every time you're disciplining your kids then the solution, in my opinion, would be to spend more time with them. There's no reason you can't have healthy discipline. And if it makes you feel guilty to punish your child, then that shows me that you're not spending enough time with them and you're feeling guilty because the time you do spend with them is, well, I'm punishing them. Right. 
And there's no reason that you can't have this healthy discipline and you can be consistent with discipline because that inconsistency confuses kids and it's going to lead to increased behavioral problems. So if you're not a consistent parent and you're the, you know, every fifth time you go out, okay, guys, you need to stop running and sit down. Those kids aren't going to fucking listen to well, you. you hear you're over there meekly with your, uh, you just have no authority in your voice or your, your demeanor and you're negotiating with these fucking kids. That right there tells me that you're not you're in trouble. And if your kids are such a pain in the ass, you don't want to deal with them anymore, then you sit at your house or your buddy's house with these fucking antisocial mongrels who have no manners or no respect for other people's property or space. You go hang out there with them kids because you created them, and it's your failures as a parent. Absolutely. Letting your kids get away with too much can be detrimental because you have too many rule violations, and then they just keep adding up. And teaching children to deal with negative emotions like if they get upset when they're getting punished, that's a life skill that kids need to learn. Following through with a consequence can help you learn to regulate emotions. And that is another thing that these children and young people seem to not be able to do is regulate their fucking emotions. Everything is about how it makes them feel. We're so concerned with feelings and not facts and not rules and not the way things work in the world. But how does it make you feel? Well, you know, sometimes you're going to feel bad. Sometimes you're going to feel upset. Sometimes you're going to get in trouble and it's going to make you feel some type of way. But you have to fucking learn to deal with it. How are you going to function as an adult in the world if you've never, ever, ever, ever been told, don't do that? Or, or, paid, cons- or paid the consequences of your actions. I mean, as a parent, you have to be the bad guy. It's inevitable. You have to establish household rules and work together to enforce the rules and make for a united front. Whether you're married, divorced, you have a partner, whatever, If you have more than one person child rearing, shared custody, blended family, whatever, everybody needs to be on the same front. And you have to be united and you have to be consistent. And I'm not seeing that at all when I'm in public places with these kids. And I'm not there to raise your kids with you. I don't want to raise your kids with you. I've raised my kids. And when they were smaller, younger, uh, for one, when we did go somewhere, they listened. Because they already have knew that what their behavior, the expectations of the the parents were, and I didn't have to discuss with them every single. They knew, and if they started getting out of hand, I very quickly told them, "Hey, chill out," or you know, something else. You're going to have to, you know, leave this area, or where we will leave. I'm not going to sit around. I was, I don't know. I was almost overly concerned about bothering other people with my kids Same. when I was. Same. I mean, there's plenty of stuff I didn't do. I would go certain places because I knew they were truly family friendly. But here's the thing is, is why do you, you want your kids around adults, predominantly adults drinking? That, that seems like a bad idea. Why do you want to take your kids to a drag show? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, exactly. Okay? And my problem with kids going to drag shows is that was one of the few places I could go to a fucking avoid kids. Well, see, here's the thing. What next? Strip clubs? I've been, I've seen many a drag show, had fun watching it. But I don't see. I don't want to see kids at drag shows for many reasons. For one, I don't be around your fucking snot nosed kid. And for two, guess what? Everything I've ever seen in a drag show was not appropriate for my kid to see. Just saying. Plus, your kid fucking ruins it. So stop bringing them. 
And look, I understand that parents need to <laughs> unwind briefly, but unless you pay for a babysitter, you're a full-time parent. Or you have, uh, you're have going to make your kids act like somebody when you go out there. I mean, there's your two options. If you're options. on duty, be on duty. Don't put it on other people to deal with your unruly kids in public. And if you want to break from your kids and you want to be able to ignore them, then you need to hire a babysitter. Agreed. Because it is not up to the rest of us to deal with your kid and you know as sure as shit, Dylan, when you tell that kid, slow down, stop that behavior, please don't bump into me, you're being rude, what have you, don't jerk that door handle out of my hand to yeah. go in the bathroom, say excuse me, those parents will be all up on you for saying something to their fucking kids. It's a great point. When you have these absentee parents in public like this, if you even look sideways at their Mongol-ass kids, Oh my God, they lose their shit and now it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And you've just sat there for an hour and watched these kids run amok and bother everyone around you. Well, if only and they didn't say a word. It's only a village, Dylan, if we all do our part. And that means you too, parents. That means you too. That's right. You know if your kids are pieces of shit. And if you have little piece of shit kids, you know what? You should keep them at your house. Well, guide your kids with a firm but calm mindset. You need to make your expectations clear. You need to establish consequences and avoid problems before they start. The minute you see your child getting antsy and starting to wig out and wiggle around and then they're jumping up and down and the next thing you know, they're easing away from the table and then they're... No! Right cross into the stomach. Little son bitch will sit right down. Right off the bat, you need to say... <laughs> This isn't going to work. And also consider your child's needs. Does your child need to sit at their brewer for three hours? I doubt it. That's the thing. The kid don't like it. The fucking rescue dogs don't like it. Every one of them's at the end of the leash trying to get out the front door. Let me lay at the house and be a dog. Don't even get us started on the dogs. So I'm kicking three-year-olds and fucking neutered rescue dogs out of the way just to get to the bar and have another ambrosia. <laughs> Sour. <laughs> what has my life become? All right, Heather, let's bring this on in. We you want, got any final? Yeah, we want child-free spaces. Child-free spaces, but we don't hate kids. And we would like parents to step up and get their shit together. And your free-range parents? Y'all some <sighs> shit. Keep those kids out in the field with the chickens. You don't even need to punish You need to fucking punish the parents. I mean, truly, that's the problem. They're the problem. All right. Don't have babies if you can't fucking raise them. How about that? That's right. Yeah. That's you why that's why we're pro-choice here at the Lunacy Commission. You don't get the ginger sour small batch right now because you got a bunch of Mongol kids. So I guess you're going to have to sit your ass home and watch some Paw Patrol and shut the fuck up. And drink some Michelob ponies. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Till next time, uh, we hope you enjoyed the first installment of the Lunacy Commission. Rants and raves, baby. Rants and Rants raves. Rants and raves. Many a gear grinding. Bye. Bye.